to the regular exclusive podcast. And we're kicking off today, not quite sharks. We're going to do that next, you know, because this is our technical one year anniversary. So we got to talk about sharks for Shark Week. You can't stop me from talking about mm-hmm. a shark movie, at least every summer. I'm going to keep yep. doing it till I die. So <laughs> we're going to start this off, though. Uh, a trailer just dropped for saw x and for all of you normies like me x means 10 uh this is funny because they the saw franchise has tried to do two spinoffs with spiral and jigsaw both didn't work so now they're just including them in the count so now it's saw 10 it's basically (laughs) like when they killed off jigsaw in saw 3 spoiler alert if you care which (laughs) it's been out forever so fuck off but i feel like that was like the biggest move that like they should never have done and then from then on he kept making appearances in every movie because they were like we have nothing else to do. We have to bring him back. And I'm like, yeah, why the fuck did you kill him? I mean, he was a dying man, but it's like, I'm pretty sure that it was like written that way originally so that they wouldn't have to like, oh, this won't be a franchise. They keep going forever. But no, they found a way to resurrect him. My favorite is like maybe saw four or five or something. And like you get a flashback of him and he looks exactly the same, but with a backwards baseball cap. And we're supposed (laughs) to be like, oh, he's younger. It's hilarious. (laughs) It's so, it's so funny to me how, like the moment that you uh, detach from, you know, a great writing and directing team and James Wan and Liam Woodnell, he was like, oh, yeah, we made this great character Jigsaw. And then when they're gone, the studios are just like, so what do we do from here? How how do we make it? We have nothing to villain? go off of. Yeah. Um, let's just bring him back in flashbacks for every movie except for spiral like that's the only movie that tobin bell has not been a part of exactly and it's like (laughs) exactly and that just speaks for that movie that movie just was weird it felt like i didn't know what what movie chris rock thought he was in but it was not a saw (laughs) movie and also like sam jackson just wasn't enough sam jackson for me and he was with chris rock who was playing his son like i thought it should be fun either way i just feel like they they obviously just like you know, this franchise is different. They can't do what they do in like, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street or like Friday the 13th or Halloween. You can kill Jason and Freddy and Michael Myers like a hundred times and they keep coming back and it just doesn't matter. I think they're trying to do the same thing with Jigsaw, but we're like, from the beginning, we've known this is a dying man. Like you can't keep him living forever unless he's superhuman at this point. Yeah, it's like you. they tell us in the first or at least the second movie. The first movie. He's an old man <laughs> that has cancer terminal cancer so he's gonna die (laughs) and then it's like well you know what we're just gonna make every movie some sort of flashback in this really christopher nolan needs to direct one of these saw movies because then he can do all the weird time shit that he does oh he would really excel with one of these movies (laughs) it's like yeah because by the time they get to like the fifth one you're like wait a minute like they're pulling shit out of their like ass i'm like how does this all of a sudden we're back in time and this is like the third movie again and i'm like like the timeline's just so out of whack. I just like to pretend it ended after three. I think that's yeah. like the like last one. I do love when Luke from Gilmore Girls comes on, but like they just don't give him anything. So it just gets yeah. like more torture porny as it goes on. Yeah, I mean, this trailer is essentially all the elements of a Saw movie. So there's mm-hmm. nothing really that new in it. All that's slightly interesting is that this is going to take place somewhere between two and three, it seems like. Because yeah, we know one I'm, and two. I don't know. No, no, no. It's it's at least two because Amanda, she's the first secret apprentice, or at least in how we've watched the movie. Yeah, but she like she's the apprentice in two. So I think it's between one and two when she's like the victim to the apprentice. I think it's like oh, in yeah, between might, that yeah. period. I yeah, think I'm right, Jace. Right. But You're also, right. yeah, I don't. Did you get any? I wanted to ask you like. I saw people talking all about this trailer being like, how cool to see like, you know, fucking Tobin Bell and to see um, a fucking Amanda back. And you're like, I'm like, I mean, I love the actors, but like it doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't make me feel. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) You know what this is? Hmm. Saw is, I think, the first horror franchise to start doing the nostalgia effect where they bring back the original. So this is like. Star Wars uh, um, Force Awakens Force Awakens where they're like 
here's the new crew, but we're going to bring back the old crew. Jurassic for World Dominion. More, yeah, like they're going to do that whole thing. I mean, they just did that with Halloween trilogy. So, I mean, I feel like this is like the, the thing in horror now, too. Yeah, which they're is. They're doing it with the Exorcist Believer. It's just a trend and I hate it. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's not going to be good. The thing that drives me insane is if they're going to do this movie, like this flashback story, like it's not like a, a misdirect like Jigsaw was where it's like we're seeing two things yeah. in parallel. They're full on just this is a flashback prequel movie. Why not? Like why you uh, they can't get James Wan to come back. But like, why can't they get Lee Winnell to direct this? Yeah, well, probably because like, he doesn't want to. I mean, I don't know. Like, Lee Winnell, he's only directed three movies, and we just talked about Upgrade on our last But he's episode. working it, on a lot of new stuff now. He's, like, like, definitely in demand after The Invisible Man. I think he's really great. I'm sure he doesn't want to go back to Saw, especially with, like, how well-received any of these movies have been since the original. I just don't think... It's probably not been enough time. Maybe in another 15 years, he'll do one. He could be the savior. That's just what I'm saying. I don't, I, I just, I don't think they deserve it at this point. This is like this I, franchise I needs to be buried. I love I love like the first few saw just as much as anybody. But like even the pig mask felt weird in this trailer. I just feel like it wasn't as good as the original. And also yeah. like the weird music choices. I just like, it's this trend that fucking started. Thank you, Jordan Peele. But like, <laughs> I think he's the first, right. That did that with us with, I got five on it. And it's like a slowed down track yeah, over yeah. the trailer and it's in the movie, but every fucking trailer for a horror <laughs> movie now has a slowed down, like a, a different song that you would not expect to fit with the movie. And they like slow it down. And like, it's fine for a couple, but really this was a bit much. I felt like the weird happy song just felt almost laughable in the trailer. <laughs> I don't know. What did you think? Yeah, I and mean, it was all weird. The first thing I looked at is, OK, who's directing this? And it's the same guy who did like Saw 7 and right? and Jigsaw or something. I'm like, that's dumb. No, this is not <laughs> this is not giving me any vote of confidence. <laughs> and how is this going to be any different besides you have those two people back? But also like how many people do we need to watch this guy torture? Like it's enough. I mean, <laughs> it's just, I'm over it. I think I'm just done with the franchise. I mean, I'll still see it inevitably probably when it's free on streaming, but like, there you go. I just feel like the trailer kind of felt like almost like, I mean, a little bit better, I guess than um, like a, this kind of sci-fi channel movie. <laughs> yeah a little bit like less like it just looked kind of glossy and like like low quality yeah it it like as i was watching i was like this is just a very apparent like we can't spin this off into something else so we're just going back to the vault and tobin bell's here to collect the checks i support I mean, him I, I mean i get it that's like my favorite thing about john carpenter interviews is like when like people are like oh like he was like so like yeah i endorsed the thing the new like the 2011 one and people were like really and he goes what can i say i love the paycheck he's a producer but he just goes to set and says hi and then leaves he's like very mm -hmm. clear that like i just do that because i get the money like that's yeah. i don't care they're not gonna ruin my movie and i'm like that's genius yeah. like he did that for the fog remake which is like one of the worst movies i've ever seen and i'm like it's like i respect an actor doing that and that's exactly what tobin bell is doing and i'm happy for him like believe me this guy yeah. really probably just can't escape the jigsaw character like have you seen him in anything else <laughs> uh i've only seen him in one other things actually it's not of him he was his voice oh he was he was the voice of a villain in the flash series when i was watching it hmm. and he was great but i mean in it it's the right time for you to get stuck into a character. He's, he's an older guy. Like he probably is like, I'm really just trying to do whatever I can with the least amount of effort. Saw did this it. Is easy. So, like, yeah. He's not the one in the pig suit snatching bitches. You know, to, he had his whole life just acting, doing what he wanted. He's like, yeah, I'll just play this one character for the next 10 years. Let's do it. Fuck it, man. Good for him. At least he'll get paid. That's maybe why we should see it in theaters. I think is the message. Oh, all right. Well, let's, uh, Let's talk about um, the Meg. <laughs> the thing's out there. You need to find it and kill it. Why don't you just put a tracker on it? Did you guys ever watch Shark Week? Uh, 
All right, so we're talking about the Meg because uh, Shark Week just happened. As uh-huh. usual, as usual, we're always a little late to the party. But also, the Meg Two comes out this week, like tomorrow. So it comes out that soon. Yeah, like All it'll right. be in theaters by this weekend. So mm-hmm. there you go. Well, <laughs> uh, you know, with this whole strike that we're going on, you know, if you need some more shark movies. You got the Meg 2 coming out. All HBO Max subscribers. You have Discovery Channel now. So you have a lot of shark content. One thing I wanted to talk about real quick. I don't consume shark content at quite the level that you do. I thought you were just going to stop at consume sharks. Like (laughs) I was about to say, well, neither do I, but okay. But I looked up the... um, the schedule for shark week and the names of some of these, these uh, programs, I guess are just some of the funniest things I've ever heard. And I just wanted to run a few by you to see if you've watched them or if you have any thoughts on them. I have a lot of thoughts already, but I'll let you throw out some titles so we can see what we're up against this year. I've, I haven't seen any of the new stuff. So yeah, most of them are just really bad puns. Like, um, First one is Great White Fight Club. Yep, that sounds about <laughs> right. This one might be my favorite. Raiders of the Lost Shark. <laughs> <laughs> That's just pathetic. <laughs> like, do you know what that's about at all? Like, no. <laughs> It's stupid. These all almost just feel like I'm like, did the Meg, like the sense of humor in the Meg, it feels like they've carried that over to Shark Week now. Uh Air Jaws, the final frontier. <laughs> is, yeah. is that supposed to be Air Jordan or like And the final like, frontier? Isn't that Star Trek? I, that's what I'm confused about. I don't understand. Uh this one I would actually watch Florida Shark, Blood in the Water. <laughs> no, it's gonna be stupid. Can like how many more of these you got? I want to hear them. They're making me angry, but tell me more. All right, this one um Elizabeth Banks deserves some royalty. Cocaine sharks. Yeah, I heard about that one. Yep. I don't even know how this is a program. Shark versus snake. Battle of the bites. It's just one bite. The shark. Yeah, that sounds like it's going to be like, this is why I hate all of these movies and the stupid (laughs) titles. They have, I mean, I get it. I get it. They're hustling. They got to come up with something because no one's going to like, Unless you're a shark fan, you're not probably going to like, how do you choose what to watch? Just whatever's on. But like, they need something flashy to catch it. This is how they got me last year. I tried to watch one. It was called The Croc That Ate Jaws. And I thought, that sounds fantastic. Wow. Like, that's got to be a gigantic croc. Because like, Jaws is 25 feet. So (laughs) then it turns out it's about baby alligators and baby sharks. And maybe they were not babies, but just little ones. And they live in this one little area together. And nothing happens. And I was like, this is <laughs> bullshit. This is not at all what I was promised. And now, like, I understand they're trying to get people to watch, but it's like just totally misleading, man. It's kind of like Velocipaster. I feel like that has nothing to do with Velociraptors. It's mostly probably just they don't have the budget for it. Same with these oh. fuckers. Uh, but Velocipaster is a damn good time. So yeah. it's worth it's worth the, you know, whatever, uh, you know, sub, you know, God, why? I was about to say, how much did you fucking pay for this shit? <laughs> Whatever the streaming services that you subscribe to. Okay, I was about to say, it's Jason, worth the inclusion. Did you buy it? I believe it's on Prime. But if you yeah. bought it, I would. I'd probably stop doing the pod with you. <laughs> After watching it, I would buy it for a very small amount of money. <laughs> All right. Anyways, uh, the, la- the last one that was notable to me: um, the haunting of Shark Tower. It's like, why is there a tower involved with sharks? I wonder if it's like that movie that's like, I don't know if it's it went straight to streaming, but it was like some devil shark movie. And like, I don't know. But I was like, I was trying to make it sound like it was a supernatural shark. And there was like a li- literal like a water tower thing that they were all trapped on. So I was like, maybe it's some weird supernatural shark. But like, that can't be. I mean, maybe a legend, but that's not (laughs) a documentary. Like, what are they talking about? I bet you it has nothing to do with any of that. Probably not. Actually, I'm going to throw one more in here. Um, I just think this one's really funny. Mega Sharks of the Dangerous Reef. I think it's funny when you have to indicate something is dangerous. Yeah. 
because <laughs> Mega Shark doesn't do it. But also, they might be just assuming you'd think of like the sci-fi movie Mega Shark, <laughs> <laughs> which hey, better than any of these fuckers. I used to love the classic documentaries that were on this channel that were like they actually had like the reenactments of the shark attacks and stuff. They were good. I loved all that shit. And they always have the person back on the beach, which is like nowhere I'd ever want to be after getting attacked by a shark. But I I used to love all those ones. And they teach you like there was a guy who would like survive shark attacks. It was like how to do this. And I was like, that's cool. Now it's just they're fucking just trying to get you in there with crocodiles. There's no crocodile in that fucking thing. I'm sorry. I'm so mad about it. <laughs> These things are just false advertising and sharks. It's not that hard. Just show me some fucking sharks. I would just love to be in the writer's room when they're coming up with these. Like, I feel like they come up with the name first and then they figure out what it's actually going to be about. They're like, we need movie puns, people. Movie puns. I feel like it's some fuckers that are like in advertising there and that are like, okay, we're giving these, getting these really boring documentaries about these tiny ass sharks and these tiny alligators. Like, what do we call it? It's like, (laughs) oh, the croc that ate jaws. That sounds cool. Okay, we'll put that. But it's like, wait, does anyone speak up saying like hey guys these are just like really tiny ones though and there's no crocodiles in this like maybe we shouldn't say that and they're like ah it's fine <laughs> you're no you're, you're you're right this is the the names of this stuff is not coming up in the writer's room this is something else yeah. then it, the name gets sent to the writer's room and they're like this is bullshit we're striking we yes. can't work like this exactly <laughs> exactly because they're just getting turned into these like stupid projects and they're like we have to just come up with something incredible and then i would imagine more people end up pissed off because none of this shit delivers on whatever it's saying there's no haunted sharks that's all i gotta say that thing sounds like a bunch of bullshit how do you deliver on great white fight club <laughs> they're never going to unless you have cgi sharks fighting each other and that's still not even great <laughs> make it animated or something fun and then we're talking but right now no way it's just yeah let's talk about the meg this is making yeah. me upset it's a shark it's a megalodon excuse me i said a megalodon fossil thought to have been extinct over two million years wrong a lot of people are gonna die if we don't find it and kill it she's coming all right so the meg uh jason statham giant shark megalodon movie came out in 2018 uh with a budget with a screaming budget of $130 million did pretty well. It grossed worldwide over $530 million. I hear the, I hear the, the marketing for this movie was about 170 million. They still broke the $300 million mark and made some money. So that's why we're getting a sequel, which I I don't know if they expected that, but I mean, I feel like they did because they just went all out with the marketing and stuff and it clearly worked. Also the Meg is like, it doesn't have the problem of trying to be a serious shark movie. It was like touted as like something very funny, like the trailer. It's like a funny action movie with like a couple scenes that like, if that you were like, Oh, okay. That has some good shark shit. That's really what I wanted. Like they showed the scene from with the little girl and she's in the little underwater station. The thing like is there and then it bites Mm -hmm. the glass. I was like, that was sick. And that sold me on the movie when I saw it, I didn't care about Jason Statham, but also I didn't hate him. I think he's actually extremely funny as an actor. I never would have thought because he's just like that action guy to me. But like, I think he's pretty funny. This might be a hot take. I'm not sure. I think this might be Jason Statham's best performance. I mean, I haven't seen really anything else besides the movie Spy that he was in, which was like with Melissa McCarthy, but he was really funny in that one, too. So I just feel like I maybe don't have anything to compare to, but I like that you would say that. Have you seen all of his other shit? I mean, not all of them, but I I grew up watching The Transporter. Yeah. The, the birth of the Statham. And then I love the Fast and the Furious movies. Big fan of Hobbs and Shaw. It's a great spinoff. Um. I mean, none of these, none of those movies really require plot. So that's why I say they're great. But I mean, the Meg also doesn't really. The plot is incidental, I find. It's more just like you find a reason to explain the giant shark and then we're just off to the races. 
That's all you need. So the reason why I say I think this is Jason Statham's best role is he has his own personal motivations. He has a love interest. He has an ex-wife. And he interacts with the child. And he's very sweet and charming with the little girl. Totally. But also he interacts with a shark and almost gets eaten a bunch. And it's a little too close for my for my comfortability. But like it works really well. But like he's he has more interesting relationships in this single movie than pretty much any other movie, because most of the time he just has one relationship. It's the it's the person he's fighting with. Oh, I wouldn't know. Yeah, I was going to say he's probably like a <laughs> Bond movie where it's like more about the villain and then he just fucks the girl every movie. You know, there's always got to yeah. be some girl that's like on the side or that's like, you know, oh, she's part of the the transporting that I'm doing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what he transports. It could be fucking sex slaves. I'm not well, sure. <laughs> uh, in the first transporter, he does transport uh, a sex slave. Well, or wow. someone who's going to be a sex slave. What a he nice did. guy. <laughs> yeah. He's real upstanding citizen. Uh, he's good in the, this movie though. I agree. The funny thing about this in rewatch, actually, before we get to that, so when's the last time you saw this movie came out in 2018? When's the last time you've seen it? I watch it every probably summer since it came part, out. It's part of your shark shark week cycle. Yeah, like it's just the time of year that I go through all the hits. And uh, this is one of them because it's got some really good shark action and not terrible CGI, which is rare in the shark horror field. <laughs> yeah. I have to say, Uh you know, it really just I think it's a fun one. It's it has a couple good like freaky scenes, I guess, but not really just that one. Mm. And it's yeah. just a good time, but good shark stuff. I love the whole massacre at the beach. That's really fun. That scene was we're going to get to that. Scene. But I have yeah, I watch it every year because it's just a fun one. It's not like, oh, my God, I love it. It's probably like in the middle for me on shark adaptations. But like, what are you When's I, the last time you watched it? I've only watched this movie once. And I think it was like. It was either 2009. I definitely didn't see it at the theater. It was either 2019 or 2020 and when we were locked down and it was, I was on just streaming watching everything. So, yep. I feel um, like this. I don't know if this was one of them, but it feels like one of those like, oh, that was playing always on FX. It's like one of those FX has the movies like I just yeah, think it yeah. would be a movie on there. Yeah, that's a good that's a good call. And so my the only thing that I remember like from this movie is is the scene where Jason Statham fights the shark like and, at the very end yeah at the end and I'm like well this is goofy and like fast and the furious level kind of weirdness but rewatching it this time I actually loved this movie like this movie it takes itself a lot more seriously than I remember like it's not a goofy movie. Like, obviously, it's giant. It's dealing with a giant shark. So, like, there's yeah. some, goofy, but like, it's not played off as like dumb. Yeah, I guess not. It like it knows it's in on the joke. I'll give you that. Like, it feels like it's like it's poking fun at things and like paying homage to all the Jaws movies. But I do also feel like it kind of has like we were just talking about with the Saw trailer. It has a little bit of that Sci-Fi Channel, like Asylum <laughs> films that make all that shit. It kind of had a look to it at first. And I feel like throughout the whole movie, it just I know it has a big budget. I think most of it looks great, but it felt a little sci fi channel. I think there's also a sci fi movie called The Megalodon and has the exact same opening with the submarine encountering the Meg. Well, and- the, tra- <laughs> the trailer for this and also for the trailer for the Meg too gives off a very humorous vibe. Yeah, like there's a lot of all- jokes. It shows all the, the funny bits. But there's like some serious stuff in in the first. Come on, like when the guy when the when the guy from Hero d- Heroes dies at, in the sub, like it's an intense scene. No, it's not, Jace. Come on, like I'm not crying over. No, it, but, like- but come on, that you met that guy two minutes ago. They gave him one fucking quality, which was that he's writing something to his wife the whole time. So I was like, oh, he's a goner. He's gonna sacrifice himself. It just felt like really stupid and I just didn't care. Also, the doctor who like hated Jason Statham. And I was just like, fuck this guy. This guy oh, sucks. Yeah, guy I sucks. can't wait for him to die. I just felt like all the emotional bits, like even like the main chick and like when her dad dies and he's like, I was too hard on you. I was like, this is so <laughs> like, 
all of the plot and like the dialogue just felt like it was written by a teenager. Or, like, I can't believe that we're on opposite ends of this. Like, I mean, it's I, funny. I'm I think the it's one so... defending the shark movie. And I'm you're just the saying, like... this, is, this is like, it barely qualifies as a shark movie. I would say this is mostly like a Fast and the Furious with sharks is what it oh, is. I would, I would completely agree with you Which on that. Which is fine. It's fun. But like, I'm just saying there's no serious bits. <laughs> as much as you might want to admit like, oh, this was like a serious tone. I'm like, I don't think it ever fully commits to that tone. I think there's still jokes happening. Okay, first off, let me just say, if I was going to try and hang my hat on I'm a serious film connoisseur, defending the Meg being a piece of cinema is not where I would start, okay? No, I'm not <laughs> saying that you're trying to do that. I'm just saying that maybe you're not looking at it through like, you're like, oh, this is fun on rewatch. It's like, sure, but like, did really, did you care about that guy that you met a minute before? Really? Which guy? Any of the guys that were on the sub. I didn't care about any of them. Even the ex-wife. I didn't care about any of the characters. I don't know why, but Ruby Rose bothered me. I oh, mean, I Jason didn't like Statham's her. like, you actually look like you might know what you're doing. I'm like, really? This chick looks like the burnout. That's like super weird. I don't like her. <laughs> the thing with Ruby Rose that confused me is that like her hair intentionally looked like it was wet. And then when she got in the water... Her hair looked the same. And I'm like, what is this hairstyle? I, I don't understand what's going on. Yeah, I just felt like that. She was a weird casting. Like most of them, they don't bother me. But yeah, I'm surprised that you even felt anything for that one scene. And that like, did you like, I can't believe you felt anything for this movie. It's just a okay. fun, silly movie to me. I have not been shy admitting when I've cried in movies that we've watched. I didn't cry during this movie. I was surprised that it was more than what I remembered it to be. That's the context I'm speaking. I of. understand. I'm not trying to make it out like you're like, this is the best like film ever made. I'm just saying, I can't believe you think that any of this is serious. I this entire like, movie is just a big laugh fest. I like joke. the dynamic of the two guys in the sub, the ex-wife, she was whatever. Um, I thought Jason Statham and the uh, the other the lead, um, uh, her name is Bing Bing Lee. I thought they had pretty decent chemistry. Ugh, Jason really? Statham, I said decent, pretty she decent. Was I mean, maybe she's just not a good actor, but I was also like, I just felt like they just did not have. I was like, oh, really? This is. I mean, they're forcing it down my throat the whole movie. They're like, oh, they're they're totally. Everyone sees that they like each other. I'm like, do they though? I don't find any of the charm. Him and the little girl, I felt more like had a connection. Not the a creepy way. That they were forcing this love interest on Jason Statham. I was shocked that they didn't kiss. They don't kiss at all. I thought they kissed at the end. No. Mm, Almost well. like I looked away. Like I was sitting here. I'm like, there is so much artificial tension built up between these two. <laughs> they need to kiss or just get it on in this PG 13 movie. They're not but... going to get it on. Yeah. It was, it just felt very much like a sci fi channel romance in the movie that you're just like, well, they just threw these fucks together and they're like, here you go. <laughs> Pretend like you like each other. I mean, it, it kind of, I mean, I, I will say it's better than the chemistry that Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard had in Jurassic World, any of them. So yes. I'll give them yes. that. But like, that's nothing to be proud of. <laughs> <laughs> that's like barely a, a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I feel like the, the right way to talk through this movie is essentially to talk through the action scenes, because this movie at two hours long, surprisingly, has a lot of action in it. I was very happy with I it. I would hope so. I, I was going to be really disappointed if this was like just a lot of scenes with people talking like a movie from the 50s. <laughs> now, <laughs> it might actually not be that much action, but maybe it feels like a lot of action because the action doesn't really start until like 40 minutes into the movie. Well, yeah, what, I think what throws me off about this movie every time is that the opening is weird. The opening yeah. of the movie, like you get the fact that like Jonas, a.k.a. Jason Statham is like leaving those two rescue guys there because they're going to die if they stay. But like, how does he know that it's like the Megalodon when he like see when he hears about it again? He's like, that's it. And it's like, you didn't see it, though. I thought he was going <laughs> to see it. So I was like, did I miss something? Like I kept expecting him to like see its eye through the window or some shit. And it just felt weird that he was like. I know for sure that that was the Meg. It's like, how do you know that? <laughs> so I didn't 
I didn't take it like that. I took it as something happened. He couldn't describe what it was, but he's just like something attacked the sub. And I saw the bite. Yeah. And then he's like, then he left. And then was like, then he tried to describe this thing he couldn't describe. And it was like, you're fucking crazy. Cause yeah, I'm but a then bad when doctor. he sees it, when he hears about it, he's like, oh, that's it. Like he just says it was such surety <laughs> that I'm like, couldn't have been, if that's like, if it's a Meg down there, it could have been anything, right? This guy's like, I know. Like I just would have liked him to look <laughs> it in the eye or know that it's something. I don't know. Yeah. It's just weird. But other than that, not that it even has to be realistic or anything, which this movie's not concerned with, even though the trivia on IMDb would say <laughs> otherwise. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, the first it's kind of, it's like action ish scene is when they're down there and they're shooting off the flares to scare off the, the, the Megalodon. I thought that was a pretty good scene. I was thinking like, this is setting the stage for the whole movie's going to be in the dark and stuff yeah and it's actually kind of a red herring because the whole movie takes place during the day and it's like jumping out and shit but i thought that was like a good most shark movies kind of are in the dark underwater kind of thing yeah don't worry, I, I, just, don't, I don't have a ton of thoughts i just i, I guess like my one thing too is that like i they say this like because they they didn't do this because in the novel i guess the sharks are like all white and they're blind because they live in the fucking darkness like they would be <laughs> There's like in the the 47 meters down to uncaged, they go with like cave sharks and there's like, oh, they're all white and blind and they're terrifying. But they're like, oh, it didn't look cool. So we just did them with normal coloring, like the gray on top, which they get from like sunlight. So already I'm like, fuck this shit. But either way, I, I think my overall thought on the opening is just I don't think it's that scary when we're in a submarine and something is attacking us. Like, yeah, you're going to drown. But like. I think it'd be scarier if they're outside the sub and then they get attacked. Like I, I would much rather, I, I don't find it as scary for some reason. If they're in the shark cage, even like maybe the like shark cage from jaws, that was just like a fucking cage. Not like the like bulletproof glass <laughs> that they have in this movie. It just all felt like a little too safe. For the record, uh, Renee is saying that, um, 47 meters down uncaged is a better movie than the Meg. I just want that for the record. I do uh, think it's a better shark movie. I will say that it's more like the God. descent with sharks, but it's not as good as either of those, but it's fun. You haven't even seen it. I have seen it. I oh, watched it last year when we did our 37 part oh, I shark that movie one. breakdown and I hate it. Oh, well, I think the white sharks could still be scary in this one, although it would just be dumb to have a blind shark coming for you. <laughs> so, I mean, that just kind of makes it lame. But but either way, uh, I just find that the submarine thing is just not my favorite. I'd I much prefer all of the sequences where they're like either like the sharks attacking them on a boat or like when they're in the water or like whatever. That's great because we're um, we're getting to the next part, which is all out of water. So perfect. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the next action scene was the um, I call it the tow line chase. <sighs> yeah, I I actually really enjoy I that. enjoy it, too. And it's like great that he's singing the don't just keep swimming, <laughs> just keep swimming. Because it's like, I mean, just the fact that he just seems so calm and they're like, it's coming right at you. He's like, you think I didn't know that? It's like, <laughs> he's just making jokes and being sarcastic and the thing's coming right at him. I would be losing my shit. <laughs> I thought that was a really good idea, though, of like a shark chasing you, but like you being towed by a boat. It's so, so close at the end. Like, I you're like that, that shark really... is going to eat him. <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought that was a really good and smart idea. Yeah, of, it was kind like... of like a, they play a lot in this movie with like a lot of things that Jaws did and they just mm -hmm. do a modern version of it. But I thought that that was fun. That had more of the vibe of like when Hooper goes in the shark cage than like when the chick goes in the shark cage in the movie. Like yeah. I felt like that was more of like that same kind of tension that I felt when I first like saw Jaws. So that was good. Well, I mean, with their $150 million budget or whatever it was, you have to admit they put it into the shark. Oh, yeah. The shark looks great. It looked great. And there was a lot of shark. There wasn't much hiding the shark. Like, well, yeah, you got a <laughs> lot of shark. come a long way since 1975. <laughs> but I do agree that like, when they'd show it like in the beginning, it's like very hidden. And like mm -hmm. when they first, when it first attacks and it's good. And I find that like when she's in the shark cage and it like, you know, she's looking all around and then it comes up from above or below her. I'm like, that's cool. Like I like, I, I like that they 
it still can be, even though it's like fucking like what a hundred fucking feet almost, it's like this thing can still surprise you and attack you, and it's like really creepy that way, you know? Yeah. Well, and it's like we 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 talked about um sixty-five and how that movie just it didn't have the budget to really utilize a dinosaur. The this movie utilized its budget to the fullest. Like I think yeah. about another movie that came out a couple of years before this, the shallows, mm-hmm. which really liked, and they like really saved the shark stuff for the, for end. the end. Yeah. You know, like this movie's like, we have the budget. The shark's going to be in 65, 70% of the movie. Yeah. Exactly. That's this movie was like, well, I mean, when with the title of the Meg, it's like you're coming for that giant ass shark. If I don't see yeah. that shark for a while, I'm going to be very mad. Like the shark action is why this movie's great. And I think putting Jason Statham up against the shark was a genius move, because like if anyone could take down a Meg, I guess I'd pick Jason Statham, too. He yeah. actually is like a really good swimmer in real life. Like he's won medals and shit. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, they picked the right guy. <laughs> so then the next uh, sequence is the shark cage. So you did not like the sh- the shark cage. I just felt like the first, the one right before that was better. And I yeah. just felt like at least they didn't do the stupid thing that like I hate in every movie where they employ a shark cage ever since Jaws did it, where it's like, I'm in the shark cage. I have everything ready. I'm ready to stab it with the poison. And then the shark attacks and then they drop it. And it's outside the cage. And then they're fucked. So I like the fact that, like, she didn't do that. Like, she at least got it. But I was just like, again, all these people. I'm like, they're the bravest people I've ever seen. Like, I would never go in the ocean again. I would just tell the world, like, you guys, we got to stay out of the ocean. Okay? There's, just, there's no, no defeating this thing. There's no way that we're going to take it. <laughs> like, the, the fact that Jason Statham is comfortable swimming out in the water with that thing is just a nightmare. I can't even believe it. <laughs> I did I did think it was creative that they had the whole thing of it can't bite through it, so it's just trying to swallow it. Yeah, which is I did like, like that. I'm like, nobody thought of this. Fuck. <laughs> but also I okay, so that actually is a great point. I did want to ask you about this. Okay. Because like you see people like get eaten by the Meg in this movie, and then like obviously in Jaws, we see like especially we see uh fucking Quint get eaten. And I'm like, would it is it scarier if you're eaten by like a Jaws or like a regular shark where it's like it's really got to chomp through you and do all that? Or would it be scarier to be swallowed by a Meg and you're not probably going to get eaten, maybe bitten a little bit, but like just swallowed and dying in their stomach? I'd be way worse to be swallowed whole. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Because like you're just going to get digested slowly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I'm like, I couldn't decide because I'm like, it seems scarier at first glance to watch. Like, I'm like, the way Quint goes and jaws with the screaming and the blood and the chewing, like, I don't like that. (laughs) But I feel like it would be worse. I'd at least rather, again, the cage, I was like, she felt too safe to me. Like, sure, I'll be dying in here, but I'll die of starvation. That's it. You know, (laughs) I'll be fine. I would be like, if she wasn't in there, that would be the worst case scenario. So... I mean, the guy in fucking Sharknado even chainsaws his way out of one. So that's what you, I mean, just, it, it seems scarier to me if you get swallowed whole by some giant creature. Well, if you have a chainsaw when you get exactly. swallowed, that changes everything. Well, Jason Statham <laughs> apparently doesn't need one. He's literally almost swallowed like so many fucking times. It's ridiculous. When that one, it's funny though, I did want to point out that like in the book Jaws, when the shark originally died, it was like it died from like whatever they had shot it with. It eventually like it was about to eat them. And then it just died and like just stopped and like fell to the bottom of the ocean. And Spielberg was like, we can't do that. That's a terrible ending. Like no one will accept that. And I was like, yeah. that's what they do in the Meg, though, with the first shark, at least. Right. Well, the, funny, the funny thing about the Meg is that it's like if you it, it's like a, a shark movie, if you combine like the newer Godzilla movies in Jurassic Park. They're like, there's a world underneath the world. And then we accidentally blow a hole in it and then it escapes. So now it's Jurassic Park, but it's a shark. And I don't say that condescendingly. I actually love it. I think it's pretty great. But like, that's essentially what it is. Like, 
we have this hollow earth and then we we blow a hole and they're like, I know. oh, let's go through. And, and then I'm like, okay, so like, and then the thing about it is like the trailer for the new one is like, it's, I mean, the, the Meg 2 is literally called the trench. So yeah. like, that means that these fucking morons didn't learn the first time and they're going back down there. Why? What? What is that? <laughs> it's because it's because Rain Wilson died. He never transferred any of the knowledge along. Jason and so now, Statham uh, goes down with these fuckers to go get another one. It's I'm like, because what are you doing? another billionaire is going to penetrate the trench. And they're like, you know what? There's only one guy that survived. If this. I were him, I'd go, I'm, so, I'm not cleaning up this mess anymore. And that's another great point, though. Thank you for bringing up Rain Wilson, because I think we should talk about him. Like, he's definitely playing like Elon Musk, I feel like. <laughs> You know, and he's the total jackass and it works. I think he's actually pretty funny. My favorite my favorite line in the entire movie is the first time we see Rain Wilson, he meets the the um the Chinese couple. <laughs> he sees the guy and he's like, it's like you always smell so nice. What is that? Sandalwood? Like it's just yeah. <laughs> it's like he's his just, first line in the entire movie. <laughs> he's going for like a real vibe. I normally just like don't really care for him in anything else outside of the office. I think he just peaked and he can't be anything other than Dwight. <laughs> and when he's not Dwight, it's like I'm like, go back to being Dwight, which is terrible. I'm sure he wants to get out of it. But like I actually thought he was okay in this movie and like uh, but I'm also just over this trend. We've talked about it on a couple episodes. I'm over the trend of the billionaire being the villain. We know that they're the human villains. It's too obvious. Choose somebody else. It's just getting old. Every fucking movie, especially with these creatures, it's always billionaires who are the problem. In the new Godzilla versus Kong, in Jurassic World Dominion, in all the Jurassic Worlds. Like, literally, it's just yeah, always the who, thing. Who are the people that have access to these incredibly rare and non-accessible places billionaires yeah I you guess think that's just some true. rando is gonna oh the hollow earth what, well, what are know. Places? hey that seems like something the fucking scientists <laughs> would be looking into i guess but yeah i guess Who's billionaires paying the scientists yeah, i guess as i learned that lesson very early in jurassic park <laughs> <laughs> so i guess that makes sense but it just it's like Again, I guess I just find that like it'd be great if there was like maybe a nice billionaire and like not that I want billionaires to be nice, <laughs> but I'm just saying like or maybe like there's another villain or maybe just the shark is the villain. That's all we need. I don't need a human villain. Yeah, that's like the that's the best part of Jaws is that he's just just there for a good time. The villain yeah. is the mayor, but the mayor has nothing to do with Jaws. He dips out earlier. It's not like he gets ripped apart by the shark. And now every of these movies, it's like, okay, well, then we got to kill the bad guy in a bad way. And it's like, it's just, it's done so many times. Find something new. Yeah, we need we need somebody to, to revamp the billionaire villain. Because billionaires are always going to be the villain. But yeah. like, give us another take on it. Give us, exactly. I'm not saying that I want them to be the nice one. Or like, maybe make it where it's like two partners and whatever. Although that's been done. Hello, Glass Onion. I'm just <laughs> saying that like, it's just, we get it. We all don't like billionaires. If they have an image problem, it's like it was already there. We're just pointing it out. Like, do something different. Show they're a villain in a different way. Well, I mean, the Germans and the Russians were the villains for two decades. <laughs> That's true. So I guess. Like, the billionaires got a little bit more time that they got to deal with. I mean, I'm not with. saying <laughs> let them off the hook. I'm just saying, like, do something interesting besides the mustache twirling, like, CEOs. Like, I'm just going to get money and fuck these people over. I'm just like, it's okay. But, like, we've done it so much. Yeah. All right. So back on track. Um I think this is my favorite part of the entire movie. The second shark reveal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When it sneaks up and does that. That's pretty great. I loved it so much. I didn't see it coming. It was a real subverting expectations moment. It was great. And also one thing that I was really surprised by. So the director of this movie, um, John Turtletop. Thank you, John Turtletop. Um, I have no memory of the trailer for this movie saying directed by the same guy who did National Treasure. I doubt if, that, if that they even there, it. I'm there opening night. I understand. I agree with you. And I I wish that it had more National Treasure energy. Maybe Nick Cage should have been Jonas. I don't know. <laughs> he could probably do the same things. Crossover? You know, <sighs> Bring him Nicholas into Cage it's too bad shark. <laughs> Jason Statham doesn't seem like he's going to share the big screen unless maybe with The Rock, right? Isn't that who he does Hobbs and Shaw It's because the, the Rock has the power. Yeah, he does. 
Well, like I had no clue. Like I looked up this guy's filmography and like, yeah, what else has he done? He's done many movies that I love. Like, Three Ninjas, that was a childhood classic. Cool Runnings. Oh, okay. Directed yeah. Cool Runnings. Phenomenon, where John Travolta goes full Scientology. It's it's pretty awesome. I, I do love it. While You Were Sleeping, you know, because you do yeah. love your, we're Yellow Jackets people. And uh, yeah, they have a whole thing on that. Well, I liked it before that, but yeah, yeah it's cool yeah, now. Yeah. But then, yeah, like National Treasure, the second National Tra Treasure, which are both bangers. I had no clue that this movie was directed by the same guy who did that. And I would say this movie is in that same vein. This is a ridiculously fun movie. Mm -hmm. Totally. And yeah, just was totally shocked. But the thing that that they do really well in this that I wasn't expecting is they do shots like the boat scene when the shark jumps out of the water and lands on the boat. They do these great shots that really scale and show how big this shark is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Like it reminded me, and this is not the, the frame for frame comparison, but it reminds me of Dune, uh, Dennis Villeneuve uh, or Villeneuve. Denny Villeneuve. Denny Villeneuve. That movie is great because when they have these big wide shots, like you can get an idea of actually how big something is. The Meg does that also. We know how big the boat is. The shark just plops on top of it. And then also like the beach scene where we see the shark coming up to the to the beach. Like you see all these people, you know, dozens, maybe hundreds of people in the beach. And then this big ass shark coming up like you get a real idea of how big this thing is. I love it. I would say there was like a thousand people on that beach. That thing <laughs> looked huge, but you're right. They do a good job. It reminds me of like in Jaws when he's like, when Hooper's uh, like, get in the foreground. I need something to give it some scale. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, foreground my ass. And I'm like, yeah, I would not go for that. But also it's like they do a great job of showing how big the shark is because I think that's like a big thing with the sharks. I always remember from Jaws, he also said you can always tell from looking to the dorsal to the fin, but I'm like, this thing is almost just like too big to comprehend. Yeah. This thing's bigger. I mean, like even the giant boat that they've had, I'm like, they need a bigger boat still. <laughs> I'm I'm almost surprised no one even said that in this movie because there's like a thousand Jaws callbacks. There is. <laughs> in this movie. And like, I get it. They're paying homage. But it, again, it just makes me go... Yeah, but it was so much better in Jaws, right? Yeah. Like, although I will say the beach scene was great because the beach scene in Jaws is like a fake out, right? It's yeah. just those teenagers. So this was like the real Jaws <laughs> thing. Plus, there's a lot of fun references. It looks like with like people on like banana boats and shit and like yeah. the guy in the hamster wheel. Jaws 4, he attacks these women on like and like children on like a giant <laughs> banana boat. And it's hilarious and a great sequence. And I felt like they were like, yeah, we're going to do that. But like, cool. The hamster wheel thing was just a nice touch. I thought that was a fun thing. I didn't yeah. even know that that exists. Oh, you didn't? Ridiculous. No. I mean, what a dick of thing to be in. It's like I'm rolling <laughs> on top of everybody. And then he's like getting out of there. And I'm like, I love that he eventually gets eaten because I'm like, yeah, fuck this guy. He's like, I'm going to roll over everyone. <laughs> this guy, everyone was probably rooting for him to get killed. So. Uh, so then the next one was the whale trap where Rain Wilson dies. That gave me major deep blue sea vibes. Yeah, totally. Hundred weird. Why? I don't know why, but, but it like, does too. When did this prehistoric shark get smart? Like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> or like in Jurassic World when they're like, it clawed out its tracking device, and I'm like, yeah. How did this thing know how to do that? It's never even encountered humans. It's literally been living in the dark for like hundreds of years or whatever. <laughs> like, how the fuck is it figuring this shit out? It wasn't like scientifically engineered to be a genius. <laughs> it's like really weird. But it is a good scene, though. It like, is. I like, I like how it like bites and then you're like, oh, he's fucked. And then it's like he's still there and he's like, oh, and then it like, <laughs> bites him for real. I thought that was good. It's yeah. like it's totally unrealistic, but I thought it was fun. Yeah. Uh, then we get to the beach. I thought the beach scene was great. I think it's the best action sequence in the whole movie because you're right with like the cool shots. There's a lot of like Spielberg kind of shots of like under the water and like, you know, then it just goes into like feeding frenzy mode and just attacks everyone. It was just really good. Really good stuff. Yeah. 
real effective how they had that that little kid that's like, I want to go in the water. And and then it's like we're the audience. We're just like, don't go in the water, you pudgy little kid. You're so goddamn cute. Don't, I know. Don't go in. Yeah, but it was just, they literally like his mom is wearing the same outfit. They're like Alex Kittner is the boy from like the Jaws, the first Jaws. And he's the one that goes out and he's like, Mom, can I go back out? She's like. No, and then she says yes. She's wearing this woman is wearing the same outfit as the mom, but that mom looks like she's like in her seventies. This chick actually looks like a normal mom. And then the kid even is going out on his little rafty thing, just like Alex. He doesn't get eaten, but I thought that I was like, oh, that's like again, we're just getting those little references. Same with the dog when the little dog goes in the water, and oh, it like God. <laughs> I was just like, no shit, that the fucking shark's not coming for this dog, you guys. That thing is like not even on its radar it's probably coming for all the people in the boat you know yeah but anyways its name is pippin which is the same name as the the dog in jaws that gets eaten i was confused by that whole boat wedding scene because they're taking pictures and then they jump in the water and then she's like you're ruining my wedding and i was like wait is the wedding happening on the boat or were they just getting pictures and if that is the wedding why are your friends just jumping in the water? Like I was so confused. I feel like it was very not, very not clear what was happening there, but it was just weird. And I was just like, I mean, okay. And also why are they, why are they speaking English? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't this off of like the China? It's in the China sea. Like, why aren't these people actually like fucking speaking yeah. Chinese? <laughs> well, there's like that part when the, the guys are on the dock and then they see the girls on the other dock and they're like, oh, my God. But then they start speaking to the girls in Mandarin. So it's like, wait, yeah. you're saying, oh, my God, in English. But then, like, you're going to hit on them in Mandarin. What? What? And exactly. And then, like, the little boy, when he asked his mom, that's all in English. And he's like, Candy, like, what? I want to go back in the water, water, water. And you're like, OK, so this kid just speaks. OK, I just feel like it's weird. And it's like, I mean, I guess I, I shouldn't expect anything from this movie. So, like. I don't it doesn't ruin the movie, obviously. It's just a little nitpick. <laughs> I mean, the weird thing is like, what were they doing to that dog that the dog just bails and then I've never swim, met a braver dog <laughs> 60 yards out away from the boat? Yeah, I was like, Jesus, this dog hates the, these people. Yeah, Dogs like love people. What did they do? This thing, I was like, I my dog won't even go in the pool. When I put him in the pool, he's like I hate it. He wants to get out <laughs> immediately. As anytime I have him in the water, I set him in there and I let him go. He just immediately takes a beeline right for the fucking stairs so he can get out. So I'm like, I've never seen a dog that's just like, yep, I'm going off the cruise ship. It's like no land in sight. This is fine. Like, what, what the fuck is this dog thinking? I, he must have been ready for ready to die. He's like, I'm committing suicide. Take me away from this cruel world. Yeah. Uh, I was going to ask you, how many people do you think died on the beach? Not enough. Is it dozens? Hundreds? Probably only dozens. I don't feel like hundreds of them died. I mean, I feel like at most there was hundreds of people. I don't think there was a thousand people on that beach. That, that was the most crowded beach I've ever seen. I would never go. to. I was like, when he's wanting to go back out there, I'm like, what? To just get in line with all these fuckers? There's like a thousand people in there. It was so crowded. The most comparable crowded beach i've ever seen is from piranha 3d i agree that movie i think just looms too large for me that like i feel like that's an honorary jaws movie and that it has such a better beach massacre not only with more gore but like like everyone dies like there's <laughs> yeah. like and if they don't like half those people who don't die are like maimed beyond recognition yeah. like i mean that's just really i do kind of wish we could have seen an R-rated version of this movie, but I feel like you're cutting out a lot of the audience if you do that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the R-rated version of this just would have been more blood. More horror I don't, movies, I don't know if the deaths would have been more, but like there would have been more blood in the More deaths. blood, yeah. The blood in the water, that's like a huge thing. But I guess like a lot of people are saying that like the director for the sequel is like more does horror movies and like darker shit. So like, I'm okay. wondering if the new one will be more creepy, scary shit. I mean, it looks like it's also going balls to the wall with like a Kraken and all that shit, which <laughs> I mean, if it's anything like the one from pirates, that'll keep me up at night. I don't uh. like Krakens. <laughs> um, so then we get the last action sequence, the final battle, the boss fight, um, which is, a total fast and the furious movie within itself. Like it, 
Fast and the Furious, they're trying to go to space. Like maybe they should do some underwater stuff because Jason Statham knows what he's doing. Um, this was a very entertaining thing. My main question I wanted to ask you regarding this is what is more ridiculous or outrageous from this? Is it the way Jason Statham kills the shark? Like he slices his belly and then he climbs it, stabs it in the eye while it's jumping through the air. Is it that, or is it that afterwards hundreds of sharks come up out of nowhere and just, just finish the job and just eat the Megalodon alive? What's both. more ridiculous? Both, <laughs> I think is the answer that they're both ridiculous. And it's literally just like the poison thing again, which is like, we already did that though. I thought they might like blow it up or something, like try something new. And in Jaws 2, they electrocute the shark. I mean, I'm just saying there's a lot of options here. Do we have to just poison it and then it just dies again all of a sudden? I mean, he does shove that poison dart into its eyes, which as a shark expert, I will tell you, if you ever get attacked by one, go for the eyes. Well, no, they 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 they, they don't have the poison. They poison the first shark. This one they just they, cut up. they were shooting the torpedoes at it and then he runs out. And so he uses the metal to cut it through the belly, make it bleed out. And then it bites it. He jumps out. He knifes it to hold on and then shoves it in his eye. It's okay. The second thing that all the sharks come, it's still kind of ridiculous. Cause I feel like they show up immediately and there's they're like both, hundreds they're of both them. ridiculous. They're both yeah. ridiculous. But I will say that like, one of the big things that I learned from Shark Week years ago was that like if you are on a boat and it like sinks or like hits something or crashes or explodes, get as far away from it as possible because immediately this like signals like uh, like the hearing stuff like under the water, the sharks hear all that shit. So they'll hear and it sounds like a fucking fish in distress. So the fact that like that shark is dying and like it's in distress, there's blood in the water. It's like that's like a. I would say that it would cause a frenzy and they'd all come right to it. However, <laughs> it seems like it's like fucking Aquaman summoned all of them because there's like thousands of them. I'm like, yeah. okay, that was quick. You know, they should have like gone and they're just completely ignoring Jason Statham, which you don't think like some of them would be like, hey, who's that guy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like none of them look at him. I don't know. I mean, I just I think the ending's good for both for this movie. I think it's better than a lot of shark movies overall it has way better yeah. action sequences probably than any shark movie i would say i mean jaws is great too but like you don't see a lot so this movie really kind of does that but yeah it makes it less scary and that's the <laughs> one thing that i can't get over is that i just find that sharks should always be scary yeah and so i love the humor but like i need a little bit of scary you know i just feel like <laughs> i don't get enough and i guess the beach scene is the closest that we get to it so yeah i mean in in my hierarchy of of shark movies yours is definitely more official and revered than mine but uh it's at least it's, to me <laughs> I mean, to me as all to me as well because you watch more than i have but i it, to me it's like jaws than the shallows because the shallows still has some some yeah fear to it it's more of a survival movie the meg though is is third it's very, very fun. I mean, mm. Deep Blue Sea. The Meg and Deep Blue Sea are both dumb, ridiculous shark yeah. movies. But I find that Deep Blue Sea has scarier parts. Like, they yeah, have some yeah, good yeah, horror sequences. They're not, they're not Godzilla-sized sharks. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, they have fucking Sam Jackson. So that's just... Uh, you can't even compare. One of I the best deaths. <laughs> Deep, Deep Blue Sea is probably, like, number three or four for me. I would say, like, number one, obviously, Jaws. We don't even have to worry about it, but... Number two is definitely The Reef, the Australian horror movie. I know you said it was boring, but as a I, real shark fan, I, I, think I, it's scary. I disagree with you. But I understand why. But yeah, continue. I'm just saying that like they show real sharks, and I think the the shots of the guy like with this like through his scuba goggles, like looking under the water all the time. I just panic because I have felt that way when I was scuba diving in Hawaii, and I was like literally like right by the shore. But I like had that exact fear that I was just like literally spinning in a circle going like, where is it? It's coming. Like I'm hearing the Jaws music. I find that movie just captures that vibe. But you're right for like the amount of shark that I want to see. I definitely want to see more. And I find that this movie 
has the best CGI probably of any movie with sharks, I would say. It's definitely the biggest budget. Oh, yeah, which is crazy. I mean, again, it just feels like, how is there only four Jaws movies? Like, there should be a whole franchise. There's like 11 wrong turn movies. And all of them (laughs) since the second one have been straight to fucking like DVD or whatever, or like straight, you know, to the movie rental. And so it's like that first one's not even good. But I'm like, Jaws is incredible. How is there only four of these? I, I feel like the biggest reason for that is because Jaws came out in the 70s. You know, like yeah. Star Wars also came out in the 70s, but like Star Wars was written to be this giant universe. Like Jaws was just a shark movie and they hadn't quite perfected how to just pump every inch, every cent out of out of the machine at that point. Yeah. After a certain while, too, you're like, how many times can these people be attacked by sharks? Because they they also have, like, the unique thing of having the same characters in every movie. So I'm like, why are these people ever living near the ocean? Like, in the third one after they're at SeaWorld, they literally move to Jamaica. And I'm like, (laughs) why would you move to an island? That just seems like the dumbest thing you could do ever. It's just, I guess there's not that many ideas to do with sharks as much besides most people get stranded. So it was nice to see more of, like, it's like Deep Blue Sea, like a scientific team against yeah. sharks. Although they didn't make the shark, but like they brought it up. So yeah, it's, and I it's, just, it's cool. I just started watching Jaws 2 and the plot of that is they're like, what if another shark came to the beach? <laughs> to defend his territory. Like he's like, would it be territorial? It's like, and she's like, no. Or she's like, maybe. And I'm like, what shark expert would say Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that's some bullshit man and also just like again we don't need the same like we, it just can't be the same thing again jaws yeah. was an anomaly there's no other sharks like that that was like this is a monster shark no one's ever seen one this big now they're like yeah. there's four more of these things out there and i'm like what this is yeah, so weird now- now, if you're going to like do sequels, they have to top the first one. And the Meg is set up to be topped. They're like, they have a good idea because they're bringing they're like, in the Kraken. Yeah. Like they're set up for success. I mean, mm-hmm. we'll see. But <laughs> I mean, it looks like they're taking the right notes of like, we're going to bring in more prehistoric creatures and not just do like the same one over again, which is well, like I mean, a lot of sh- the Jaws movies are like, we've got one shark. And I'm like, why didn't any of them go? Maybe we should have two sharks or like another thing. And I'm like, I like that this guy's like, let's go get some other shit from the trench, like a Kraken. That's scary. And well, they kind of have one in the first Meg. So, yeah, they have the giant, the giant squid, the, uh, the part in the, the Meg two trailer with the T-Rex and then the Meg jumps out. I mean, that's pretty fucking great. Yeah, I'm like, are we getting another? Are we getting like a 65 million years ago flashback for the Meg too? Because like, I'm here for it. it. Worked for me for Jurassic World Dominion. <laughs> oh man, well, fun movie. This might be the longest anyone's ever talked about the Meg. <laughs> it, it it's it's worth a fun conversation because there's good stuff in it. <laughs> I'm just as excited as the next person for the sequel. I I would love to see it in theaters. This is like a movie to go see in theaters. So. And that's what they're going to tell us. (laughs) I mean, right. And maybe you should go see it. Well, you you can watch Jaws now, like in the water off the like coast of a beach. Like they'll have like a screaming like that. And I'm like, I would never fucking do that. That's like (laughs) VR to the extreme. Like what if a shark really comes up? I don't want to live that. Yeah, I'm not trying to put myself in Jaws. When are they going to get to the point where they're like, you watch Jaws underwater in a scuba suit with headphones in a shark tank. (laughs) Yeah. And there's like five jaws trying to get in. We've (laughs) genetically engineered them. You're covered in barbecue sauce. And they don't like barbecue sauce, Jace. (laughs) If you must know, they love blubber. That's why they love seals. So. Oh, okay. Well, then they'll just... People will sign on to be slathered up in blubber. (laughs) But blood and blubber. Say that five times fast. That's the next Jaws sequel. Jaws, blood (laughs) Blood and blubber. blubber. (laughs) Shark Week may be over, but... It lives on forever in our hearts until next yeah, year. Yeah, and you can go see The Meg 2 in theaters right now, so perfect timing. Hell yes. <laughs> I'm excited for that one. Me too. Well, we're going to we're gonna do a interesting uh, double feature this week. Yes, that's what's up next. We're done with sharks, but we're moving into another kind of subgenre. 
it's like there's not that many. This, these might be the only two in the category, but uh, it's like cannibal romance. Would you agree that's like the genre we're talking about? Yeah. So we're talking about Fresh, which is on Hulu. And it's a Hulu original, actually. Uh, then Bones and All, which is on Prime. Just got added. Yeah. And they both came out last year. And yeah, they're they're kind of weird in that they're both about cannibals, but they're they're not really like horror movies. They're cannibals in, in other genres. It's it's kind of weird and interesting. Yeah, they're kind of like almost the exact opposite of each other when you really like watch both movies. But I think it'll be a fun topic. And I mean, we should be there. Should be more cannibal love stories. I think that's like a really untapped genre. These two movies are really great. I think horror. I think Fresh is more horror though than Bones and All. Yeah. But I'm curious to see what you think, and we'll have a pretty, maybe disturbing conversation about it. Maybe you don't want to eat while you listen to the pod next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't have dinner with this. But you know, Fresh. I've only seen Fresh. I haven't seen Bones and All yet. Fresh. If anyone has ever wondered, can Sebastian Stan do something besides the Winter Soldier? Watch Fresh. He's amazing. <laughs> I was really did not care about him at all before. And I even liked Marvel. And I was like, I really don't care about Bucky. He's just nothing. <laughs> and then like this past year, I would say some of the roles like Pam and Tommy and and especially mm -hmm. in Fresh, I was like, this guy is really interesting as an actor. I did not realize while he was stuck in the MCU. So, I mean, I guess he's still mm -hmm. there, but hey, he's having a fucking ball with some of his roles lately and I'm here for it. So it's awesome. Deserves to be celebrated. And then Bones and All has Timothy Chalamet. So if you're obsessed with him, then you get to see him as a cannibal. Yeah, exactly. And it's the same director that directed him in uh, Call Me By Your Name. So, mm. yeah, oh, reteaming. Nice. All right. Well, that is it for this week. But we will see you next week on the regular exclusive podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We're out here.